How do I look in these new clothes? Oh, gee, swell, Spider. How about me? Great. Having a shirt and a necktie on makes us look dressed up. Yeah, and these short haircuts we got made us both look a little different. Ah, we don't have to worry too much about how we look. Why, even if the cops have our description, it'll be like 10,000 other guys of our age. And do you still think we ought to go to work? Oh, sure. That's the way to beat this heat. Besides, we'll earn enough dough to keep us going until we can spot another job. Let's cross the street. Yep, there's the plant. Yeah, and the sign's still in the window. Let's go, McGee. And remember, we're from out of town. We're orphans and we're hard workers. Got it? Yeah, I got it. But you better do the talking. You're better at it than I am. Yeah. Well, here it goes. Yes, boys? Looking for something? We, uh, we wanted to see whoever put that sign in the window. I'm the man. You mean to tell me you two are looking for work? Yeah, yeah, that's it. You see, mister, we need the money. <laughs> and so do I. Oh, rather small for the job. You see, boys, I really wanted the man well, to... Uh... I had a both of us. Between the two of us, we could do a man's work. Really want work, don't you? Oh, yes, sir. Uh, live here in town? Uh, no, sir. We're from upstate. Uh, family? No, sir. I thought not. Well, I don't know. We'd work hard, mister. Yes, yes, I think you would. But you better let me tell you about the job and the pay. Now, you see, I'm a manufacturer. Our product is placed in cases and cartons for shipment. Uh, these cases are pretty heavy. Forty pounds each. Yeah, we could lift them. Forty pounds ain't so much. <laughs> Sold. I'm going to give you a chance. Well, now, I suppose you'd like to know how much you're going to earn, wouldn't you? Well, gee, mister, the pay's not everything. What we want to do is show you we can do the work. That we really want the job. Good for you. The starting salary is seventeen fifty a week. And if you boys prove to be satisfactory, you won't regret it. I'll give you each a raise as soon as I think you deserve it. Now, when do you want to stop? Well, gee, right away. We need the money. Well, then go in and sign up with the bookkeeper and then come back to me. Uh, uh, tell him I said he was to take you both on. You'll find him in the room behind that door. Now, hurry, boys, as I need help right away. and get another advance of $10 each. Oh, gee, thanks, mister. That's swelly. I told you if you proved yourselves, you wouldn't regret it. I've been watching you today. You've worked hard and well. And if you 
continue, you'll find that I'm a pretty good man to work for. You see, uh, I like boys, and particularly boys that show a willingness to work. Well, now on your way, and I'll see you at 8 o'clock tomorrow morning. Good night. Yeah, good night. Come on, McKee. Where are we going to stay tonight? I saw a rooming house right down the street. We can get a room there. It's right close to the factory and we can walk it in three minutes. Eight to five and break your back. Yeah. Well, I'll make it pay. Come on, Mickey. We got to get some rest or we're dropping our track. For the next three days, both Mickey and Spider worked long, hard hours under the watchful eye of the owner who seemed completely pleased with their work. And during this time, Dick and Pat combed the city for traces of the two boys. Receiving no answer from his tri-state alarm, Dick began to believe the boys had left town. However, events are shaping up that will change Dick's mind. Mickey! Uh, Mickey, come here! Uh, coming! Oh, here, Mickey, here's a job for you. Uh, take this check and this money to the bank on the corner. Just give it to the third teller on the left. He'll know what to do. I've just talked to him on the telephone. Hey, yes, sir. I'll be right back. Boys! Uh, boys, uh, here, please. Did you want the both of us? Yes, uh, both you, Frankie and Mickey. It's almost quitting time. Here's your first paycheck. You'll find I didn't deduct any of the advances you got earlier during the week. Uh, take your time about paying me back. Oh, gee, that's one of you, sir. Oh, thanks very much. Well, had you better open your envelopes? Oh, yeah, yeah. And 13, 17, 20. Hey, I yeah, got I'd... 20 bucks in mine, too. Now, that's the raise I promised you if you did a good job. Well, I'll be doggone. There she blows. You're free men until Monday. Now, don't spend all the money in one place and be on time. Oh, yeah, yeah, we sure will. Let's go, Mickey. We got to pay our room rent. Then we can go to a show or something. What a sap. What a dope. Yeah, but just think, Spider, he did what he said. Yeah, sure he did what he said. He hands his two fifty extra when if he hired a man, it would have cost him twice as much. A wise guy, that's what he is. Yeah, maybe you're right at that. Sure I'm right. And you know, Mickey, I've been thinking. When we took this job, it was to give us time to find another quick take. Yeah, that's right. Well, we found it. I don't get it, Spider. He sent you to the bank, didn't he? Yeah. Well? Oh. <laughs> yeah, I am a... Don't put that. You sure are. How much was in that envelope that you took to the bank? Gee, I don't know. You are a dope. Why didn't you look? I never thought to. Well, look the next time and then come tell me before you go to the bank. You got it? <laughs> yeah, I sure have. Gee, Spidey, you're smart. I never would have thought of that myself, at least not as soon as you did. Well, let's get cleaned up and go out and spend some of this hard-earned dough of ours. In a moment, we'll return to Dick Tracy. But first... 
Whether you take your golfing thrills out on the fairways or in the sports pages of your favorite newspaper, you won't want to miss the excitement of the final round of the U.S. Amateur Golf Championship Tournament tomorrow afternoon. The Cavalcade of Sports will broadcast this outstanding golfing event over most of these ABC stations. In addition to colorful descriptions of the tournament's crucial shots, Harry Wismer and golf expert Harry Nash will bring you a resume of the scores and the highlights of earlier rounds, plus interviews with famous golfers. Tomorrow, the 64 golfers who qualified for match play will finish up. They'll be the cream of the original group of 900 golfers selected by sectional qualifying rounds. Automatically qualified for the tournament proper were former winners of American and British amateur titles, including William Ternesa, Charlie Yates, Richard Chapman, and Marvin Bud Ward. These players, the cream of America's amateur golfing talent, will be planning it out all the way to post the lowest scores and every stroke count. Be sure to hear the Cavalcade of Sports broadcast of the 1946 Amateur Golf Championship tomorrow afternoon on the air over most of these ABC stations. Check your local newspapers for the exact time. Now back to Dick Tracy. Repeating tri-state alarm. Refer to bulletin 1176. Snap it off, Pat. Are you hearing that bulletin, Dick? Yes, Pat, and I'm going to do something about it. Uh, let's go. <laughs> What is Dick going to do? You'll know Monday, so tune in same time, same station for The Adventures of Dick Tracy, directed by Frank Chin. This is George Gunn speaking. Any top detective lives a life of danger. He must be on the alert at all times because tough characters know that the best way of keeping out of his clutches is to get him first. Well, Tracy fans, I guess you know that that goes double for Dick Tracy because he's the very top. That's one of the reasons you can be sure the adventures of Dick Tracy will keep you on the edge of your seat. Dick Tracy is on the air Monday through Friday over more than 100 radio stations throughout the country. Listen to another chapter of Dick Tracy's Tangles with the Underworld Monday at the same time over the same station. Tune in on Dick Tracy on the case of the broken window. This is ABC, the American Broadcasting Company. <laughs> 